Hey, Karen, it's Martin, and you are in the uh, Back to Your Future social experiment. Happy being a guinea pig. <laughs> it's, it's I'm very happy to be a guinea pig. <laughs> it's, it's a brainchild, and I just thought, you know what, we, there's so many entrepreneurs out there trying stuff in business, and I want to catch them early. Some, some people are early on the journey, and some people are seasoned veterans as well. And um, I've got all different kinds of people from around the globe. And obviously, we met online. Uh, we were in a, a similar group online, the Super Affiliate Network, and that's a great introduction to marketing online as well. But obviously, you know, You've moved in a different direction, and I'm I'm doing other stuff as well. But so you're a mum to two boys, is it? Yeah, two little boys, Jamie two and boys. Ben, five and seven, <laughs> and and a wonderful husband that's really supportive as well. And yeah. So um, yeah, you've done really well with the online marketing as well. So can you give us a bit about your backstory, please? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I never knew I was going to become an online marketer. It's not like you wake up one day and go, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it all came about um, and I've been in my desk job for quite a while. And, and I literally it was like a, a download coming in. It was just like it's safe to leave your job. And it was this very intuitive feeling. And I thought, do you know, I really trust this and, and it really feels right that I should do this now just to, you know, make you aware at that time my, my husband had just started his own business and it was by no means making enough money to support me but I, I just decided you know I'm gonna go with this and um, it wasn't that I was desperately unhappy with my job I just decided there was something more out there for me so next thing I do you know is I do a few google searches and then I end up in you know in an online marketing opportunity um, this is the, the one before I met you and um, I lost, I spent rather, I didn't lose it. I spent a lot of money yeah. <laughs> trying to, you know, get all the information I needed and it still wasn't making sense to me. And um, I decided, um, you know, it got to a point that I was like nine months in, I was like, right, well, if I don't make any money this month, then I'm going to have to go back to work. So mm. I've, something's got to give, you know, something's got to happen. And um, I read this book and it, it's, it's a very um, cheesy title called How to Make Money for Anything Fast. <laughs> and it's all about subconscious programming. So I thought, well, you know, got nothing to lose. So let's give it a go. And uh, sort of it, so involved, you know, um, working out what your vision is, what your goal is, putting yourself um, at that point in time where you've received the money, you're really happy. Um, and you do this by a process they call cybernetic transposition. Sounds terribly scary, but basically you're taking a memory of when you receive something in the past, when you're really happy about something in the past and you take the feeling from that memory and you basically transpose it over your vision. And nice. so this is what I did. And, um, and what actually happened, I set a goal for 5,000 and it was about a six week period. I set this deadline. Um, I need to make 5,000 and it slowly started coming in. I started getting commissions wow. and then uh, another um, opportunity came up and, and I was kind of like, oh, this is interesting. It was brand new. The education was really good, actually. And that's why I joined, because it, it just made sense of everything that I was struggling with at that time. 
And I jumped into that one. And what actually happened then was this massive snowball effect. I was just going out on social media going, oh my God, I'm learning this, I'm learning that. It's amazing. The train, you know, the training's one dollar. Um, I, I just can't recommend it enough. And because I was coming from this real place of heart, you know, of like this is an incredible thing that I'm witnessing here. Um, people just started joining and you know i missed the mark of the 5000 by about two or three days wow. <laughs> i hit that target from the date i set in this this um you know this uh, exercise i did and um but it carried on it carried on and i actually made around 27000 in 9 weeks which was just like incredible, incredible. Yeah, really incredible. Um, so yeah, I was pretty much hooked on online marketing um, at that point. Um, but since then, I've, I've really kind of just lent into who I am more because you kind of you lose yourself with um, all the guru teachings, you know, and, and it's more, I've found it's more actually been shedding a, a lot of things to, to work out who I am. And now I tend to work on a basis of uh, real attraction marketing of just putting, speaking my truth mm. and putting that out there. And, you know, this is how now I draw people into my, into my teams. Awesome. That's a great story. And, and, you know, it, it just shows the importance of goal setting as well, because you set a target and it was, it was a necessity that target, wasn't it? So yes. you made it happen. Yeah. It's just incredible. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I mean, even now I look back and I go, I can't believe I did that. I've, I've actually set, I'm not going to say what it is on here because it's a rather large target for the end of December as well. So it'd be interesting to see if that one manifests. Oh, incredible. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Right. Okay. So we've got some fun questions and we've got some boring business questions as well. So we'll go through all of those and then um, hopefully at the end, we'll share where people can contact you as well and get in touch if they want to connect directly with you. Okay. So Fantastic. the first question is someone entering the online space or the internet marketing, affiliate marketing, or, you know, just an online business. Um, what, what tips would, or golden nuggets could you give them? Okay. So if you are just entering this space, you know, I think one of the first tips I would say is there is a lot of hype out there. Um, you do need to really be guided by how you feel in your gut about it. You know, don't, um, don't sign up to something because there's this thing, isn't there? The fear of missing out because yeah. it, it seems really good and you, you don't want to miss the opportunity. Um, I would say just, um, you know, go inwards. I mean, I'm, I'm all about, you know, meditation. I'm all about the inner voice. Um, and you'll, you'll understand this more as I move forward, you know, that, that task, um, of, um, you know, I was telling you about the cybernetic transposition has actually moved me into this field where I totally trust my inner voice now and really just go inwards. Um, and I, and just think actually, is this right for me? Is this the direction I should be going in? Um, and, and trust what comes through. Trust what comes through because, um, you know, I realise now I was, I was being very intuitively guided, even from the point of me leaving my job. Yeah. Simply because when I got my final paycheck for that job, my husband's business suddenly took off. Yeah. And, you know, there's no way I could have known that. No way. There was no indication that that was going to happen. Um, so, you know, that was a very, very strong message that came through. But, you know, sometimes it would just be yes or no. Is this right for me? Yes or no. Um, and trust that. And notice just really how you feel about it. I mean, genuinely how you feel about it. 
do you feel like generally, oh, this is, this is amazing. It feels really right for me. Or is it kind of a bit of a icky feeling about it? You know, like yes. the shiny object syndrome. Oh, look over here. There's something, you know, um, you know, that, that saying you can make thousands and thousands of money, but just, just check in with yourself and, and see if it is really right for you. I love it. Yeah. And you use the word intuitive a lot, don't you now? And um, yeah, follow your instincts. I, I love that idea. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you know, I've all, they've never let me down. And in the same respect, you know, when I've gone against my instinct, for instance, I signed up to something around this time last year and everything felt icky about, I don't know why I did it. It felt icky. I, I followed the dollar. That was the thing, right? Don't follow the dollar. That's yeah. follow how you feel about it. And, and I followed the dollar and I signed up to this thing. And, you know, it was like I instantly regretted it. It felt <laughs> icky. It felt horrible. I'd paid money. I'd put about two, it wasn't a huge amount, about $200, but it was still like, actually, do you know, if I try and promote this, I, I, it will feel horrible for me. And you've got to feel good about what you're doing. This is, you know, this is the other thing. You have to enjoy it. You have to love it. You have to be passionate about it and believe in it. Yeah, totally 100%. agree. Yeah, love that. Love that. Okay, so a fun question then. If you could be an animal, what would you be? Oh, a wolf, without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, the wolf is my spirit animal. And if my dog was here, you'd see she's she's like a white wolf. She's a white German You've shepherd. You've got a beautiful dog. I've seen the photos yeah. online and absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And I just love, I love, I love wolves. I've got pictures of wolves around my home and um, I, I think it's my spirit animal or something, but yeah, definitely a wolf. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Okay. So the next question is, um, do you consider yourself a mompreneur? Um, how do you consider yourself? Um, you've obviously got the support of your lovely husband as well. What, what do you consider yourself as just an entrepreneur or a mompreneur? Because you've obviously got the role as a parent as well. Where do you fit in, in entrepreneur? Yeah, you see, I, I, I'm not a big fan of the term mompreneur because I think it kind of waters down what we're doing and it makes it sound a little bit twee now that might be just my opinion and i'm sorry you know i don't feel that you know if you want to call yourself a mompreneur i think nonetheless me but i just i just don't like it for me personally um you know i i'm an, yes i'm an entrepreneur i'm an you know i'm a mum as well and i'm a great mum and i teach my kids to behave in a more entrepreneurial way you know that that's what we do isn't it we pass it on to them uh, so they're more um you know they, they want to go out and do things more for themselves rather than being spoon-fed everything so you know for me um i i'm an entrepreneur um i'm a businesswoman i am you know i i take my intuitive side very very seriously i call myself the intuitive marketer because actually that really sums up what i do really well yep. um but yeah um you know yes i am a mum and i talk about my boys and they are very much the reason i do what i do but um yeah i don't think of myself as a mompreneur <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting it's just a new buzzword isn't it for females that are getting into business but again you know for me everything should be equal we don't say dadpreneur because it's not a, a kind of twee thing like you've just said so for me it's it's separating out the fact that you're a woman and, and you shouldn't do that you know we're all entrepreneurs we're all business people it doesn't matter what sex you are I'm I like to think a good dad as well and you're a, a good mum your husband I'm sure is a good dad so we, we don't differentiate do we so and, and we don't need to yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's, you know, how I feel, you know, uh, 
yeah you know we, we do what we do but um yeah i, I it's just it, it's personal preference at the end of the day and and if you want to call yourself a mompreneur then you go for it you know you do what you want to do <laughs> what works for you yeah exactly that's great thank you okay so the next one is um two to three two to three things that really hack you off in the online world because i'm sure there are plenty you know like you said all the razzmatazz of, of getting caught up in some of these hype um businesses that are being sold to us so have you got a couple of things that really hack you off oh you know there's one right at the top of my list and it's the shoulds it's when they're shoulding all over you you should be doing this you should do funnels you should be sending two emails a day you should have a website you should be on facebook twitter pinterest instagram you should be doing this you should be doing that and it's you know every guru actually works in a way that's right for them and it's not that what they're telling you is wrong right it's just that it works for them and i know they're sharing their knowledge but this is again where the intuition comes in and you have to start becoming more and more discerning because this is when you start thinking i should be on youtube i should be on facebook i should be doing this i should be doing that and you know i've been guilty of this myself when i started um coaching my teams I used to say to them, you, you should be doing Facebook Lives. Facebook Lives is where it's at because that's what I was doing and I was really good at Facebook Lives. Well, guess what? Not everyone's good at Facebook Lives. Not everyone yeah. should be doing Facebook Lives. Some people have, have their zone of genius in other areas. So Sorry, if you're great this happens writing, all the time. It's a reminder. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Just a reminder. Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. So, yeah. So, you know, everyone has their own zone of genius. And actually what you should be doing is listening to what's that. And you need to ask yourself these questions. And maybe you have to do a little bit of investigation to figure out where the fit is for you. But what do I enjoy doing? What am I good at? You know, um, where do I spend a lot of my time that I, I enjoy spending my time? You know, for me, it was, I, I like spending my time on Facebook. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, I'm good at doing video. That doesn't mean to say it was a comfortable decision for me. It was actually a huge step out of my comfort zone to start doing lives, which was back in 2016 when they started doing live video. Yeah. Um, you know, you really need to focus on what, where those strengths are and and you know i've got people in my team i've got one guy who's very very shy very shy but he writes the most incredible posts that's his strength that's his zone of genius you know and then there's other people who who really you know i don't do instagram or anything like that but there's other people that are just amazing at instagram and it really is finding that thing, you know, that, that you feel really good about doing um, and focusing then your energy on that because it will be easy for you. Um, you will have a gift for doing it. You're going to attract people more easily because you're not struggling. You know, this is the thing. People are struggling trying to do things that they're then really not good at. Um, so, yeah, that, you know, that for me is a is a big one in internet marketing and like i say it's I, I i'm not saying you shouldn't do funnels or you shouldn't do two emails a day but you know find what's right for you yeah i get that totally because um uh when i joined click funnels as well in there they suggest doing um podcasts written for blogs and and also videos etc cetera, etc cetera. but in there they do actually say 
work out which one works best for you because there's nothing worse than going on video if you're really uncomfortable about it people sense it don't they and that intuition of everybody goes they're not really happy on video but you might write the best blog posts and and somebody resonates completely with you and you've got that bond and connection there so yeah i i, I hope i work out okay on video because i like doing it um but if if my writing's okay i will what i'm trying to do is what gary vaynerchuk suggested is from one piece of material um i can cut that into an audio for a podcast and then also into two or three smaller articles as well for blog posts so I'm repurposing the content just so that it's making me as as efficient as possible. So, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, you can absolutely repurpose content and and keep recycling it as well. See what goes down really well, and then bring that out six months later, or even three months later. People will have forgotten. It's <laughs> no yeah, point. Well, in- and, and like you said about Facebook Lives, I'm sure since it started in 2016, it's different now from from three years ago. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, actually, engagement is down a lot from what it was back in the day. You know, it was more the Wild West back then. <laughs> but, you know, but people are watching. I find you get more, um, you know, people who are actually following you. They, they tend to tune in more. Um, yeah. So it doesn't worry me about Facebook engagement, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Cool. Love it. OK, so next question is, who's a big inspiration for you, both in your personal life and in your business life as well? Oh, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I find it shifts for me and I, I, I tend to look at different people um, because I think the thing we have to understand when we, we, when we start out, don't we, with this online journey, we're, we're doing it to make some money, right? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. We, we want to make money. We want to have the freedom, the time freedom so we can work at home, whether it's to be with the kids, be location free, whatever that is, Right. Um, so we do it to make money, to make that possible. But I have to say, you, you go through this kind of evolutionary journey and it's a real journey of self-discovery um, because you really have to dig in um, and be tenacious and be persistent. And, um, you know, because it, it is so, um, you know, up and down, tumult- it's such a tumultuous journey that, that you know, it, if, if you're fairly faint-hearted, you're not going to, weather the storm um, and you've got to stick with it so you know at the same time you'll find that the person you were following at the beginning will not be the person you follow because you your leaders or your mentors will evolve with you so actually when I started out I um, and it was the lady who inspired me to go out on my own it was a lady called Shaleen Johnson now she's actually yeah she she does workouts for team Beachbody Uh but she had a podcast and I used to listen to her podcast and she was all about, you need to set up your own business. You need to get online and this is how you do marketing and la la la. And I was kind of like, oh, this is what I need to do. I need to have my own business and work online. So she was a huge inspiration right at the start. You know, she was a mum as well. And I just thought, wow, if she can do it, I can do it. And I, I used to model myself, especially with the lives, because she was the one going, you've got to do live, you've got to do live. And I, I used to watch hers and I, I, I didn't copy, but I would model her, you know, persona. And if, if you want to do video or, or live, I would say find someone who really resonates and model them. You know, how do they talk? How do they put, come across? And you, you will find that you, you begin to kind of emulate that a little bit. Um, but as I've moved forward, um, I'm kind of more into the more spiritual leaders, if you like. Yeah. Um, the, the guy who I love following at the moment is, is Greg Braden. Um, yeah. And he 
he's a spiritualist, but he backs it all up with science. And that really buzzes me because it's like, oh my God, this quantum stuff, it's real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. So yeah, you know, there's, there's just so, such amazing teachers out there, such amazing teachers. Uh, we've got something to learn from everybody, haven't we? And like you said, I think um, when I started out, I started listening to Gary Vaynerchuk and I was like, oh my God, this guy's a dick. And then I, I moved away from him. Uh, went to other people like Brendan Burchard and Tony Robbins, obviously, yeah. and, um, Jim Rohn and people like that. But um, I've come back to Gary because he does make a lot of sense. All right, there's a lot of bluster as well, but he does it, it does make a lot of sense in what he's saying. And he's, he's being hired by the big corporations now, so he's doing something right in his um, agency. But um, yeah, I think we've got something to learn from everybody. And um, like you, I love the spiritual side of things as well. And um, have you heard of the Buddhist monk Dandipani as well? He's got some really oh. good videos out there. I'll, I'll send you the link afterwards. But there was one on there that really resonated with me on the time leverage as well, because he was saying about a glass or, you know, a vessel. Once it's full, it's full. You only have, consider that your energy for the day. How are you going to spend that that energy for that 24-hour period? You have to decide and chunk it up um, how you want to spend it. But I'll send you the link anyway. It's interesting. Yeah, no, I'd love to. Cool. Okay, so next question then is a bit of a fun, a fun one. Um, what do you do to switch off and relax? <laughs> I know you put a funny thing on the end of that question, apart from drinking uh, gin. <laughs> I didn't know whether to mention the gin. You don't have a problem with gin. It's funny, the gin has become a bit of a trademark, but I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, because I really, it's generally a Friday evening treat, you know, it's like, yes, we're, we're at the weekend and time to chill out with the kids and stuff, and uh, yeah. I'm not I'm not really a heavy drinker, I just want to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I'm pretty normal, you know, in the evenings I enjoy a Netflix series, and I know, you see, this is um, one of the things, actually, one of my bugbears as well, uh, and Gary V is one of the major major um you know offender of doing this you've got to hustle you've got to hustle 24 hours a day get over yourself you know i have a life outside of my business um you know i want to know what my children look like and and for them to know who i am yeah um so for me i'm it's very very important that i break that down and I spend time with them so obviously you know part of my chill time is is getting on the floor and building lego with them or because they're still very young and um you know enjoying them yeah um that's really really important to me um and you know this is why I tend to work in a way that's that's just much easier you know I don't do struggle I do I do flow I do <laughs> effortless flow <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I, I do. I do chill out in the evening because I like to spend time with my husband as well and have a glass of wine or something. So, yeah. Just a regular girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're saying about that time, you know, yes, your time is finite. So I decide I make a commitment. My time is while the kids are at school and I have to get everything done. I mean, sometimes it overflows. Sometimes I need to do stuff in the evening. But you know, my, that's my regular thing is I, I work, um, when they're at school, basically. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Next one is, um, what have you found is the most effective, you might've already touched on this with your Facebook lives, but the most effective way of getting eyeballs on your stuff is it, have you done paid advertising? Have you done solo ads in emails and things, solo, um, solo ads in email marketing, or what do you think works for you best? 
All right. So this is going back to another thing with your earlier question as well. Things I, I, you know, I don't like is, is that people sort of say you've got to do paid straight away. And actually I would say, actually, you know, you want to test it on your free market first, don't you? If something, if you're doing something and people are going, Oh, Oh, I like this. Then maybe consider doing a paid thing um, with, with that, you know, if it's a post or you can then put it on your page. I, I tend to work off my profile a lot, which I know you're not supposed to, but um, you know, I'm not directly selling on my profile. That's the different, but I do use my page for that. But if something captures the imagination of people, then I will put that on my page and I will boost it or, or do, you know, do an ad. I don't boost, but um, you know, um, what was the question again? Oh, how to get eyeballs on my stuff. Yeah. So pretty much I, I use my, Facebook profile. Um, it's not the only way. It's probably not the best way because it means I'm reliant on the social media. But then I build my list and I, I, you know, like I say, I'm not one of these don't email twice a day. I email actually when the inspiration hits and I do lives when the inspiration hits. I write posts when the inspiration hits and, and they're the ones that get the best engagement. I've done it in the before where I was like, I've got to put something out there and you force it. And, and it's just like, it just dies. <laughs> yeah. You should. <laughs> really, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Okay. Next one. Um, do, 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 do. Critical messages um, from your business learning stuff that you've learned um, and giving that to your children. We've touched on this and I've, I've, try to involve my kids in my online business as well and business in general actually so are there any teachings that you're giving to your children from what you're learning yeah absolutely um i mean one of the big things because they're at an age where it's just like mummy can i have this mummy can i have that mummy can we go to disneyland <laughs> you know? and it's like okay right so they, you know or they want something really big and it's just like okay you know, we don't have the money for that right now. I never use the words, I can't afford it. Mm. Um, I never use, because I don't want them getting in that scarcity mindset. Yeah. Um, so it's always, okay, let's work out a way to make this happen. Um, so we set a plan. So I suppose it's very simple goal setting, really, you know, and, and how can we make this happen? And even on smaller things, because, um, you know, sometimes they want something, I don't know, in the shop or something okay yeah yeah i mean obviously i do treat them but but sometimes it's like right okay so you know how do we make this happen how do you want to earn the money for this or make the money back you know if mummy buys it now then what are you going to do for me sort of thing you know yeah. so that they they know that that you know not everything comes easy not everything comes for free but nothing is unobtainable that they can make it happen that's really what you know I try to get across to them. Yeah, I love that. And what I did with my kids was a star chart and I put a hundred, I got them to draw the star chart with a hundred on, block it into 10 uh, tens. And I said, at each 10 stars of you helping out around the house or whatever, or just tidy in your room and things like that, give them chores to do. They are earning a star or if it's a big chore, I'll give them two or three stars. And then at yeah. 10 stars, they'll get something like, you know, um, two pounds to go and spend on sweets or something smaller and then when they get to 50 it's kind of like a bigger present like something maybe about 20 pounds but then at the 100 it might be 30 or 40 pounds like a, an xbox game or something but they've worked towards that so they're earning that 
Yeah, no, exactly. And I think it's a really good mindset to put them in and to make them but again, I, I think it's really important that they they don't sort of think, oh my goodness, you know, money, we don't have money, we haven't got enough money for this or that or the other. Um, you know, it's it's really actually just instilling that feeling that they can achieve, isn't it, as well? So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so back to your future is a play on the the, the movie. And what I'd love to do is interview you one year, two year, three year, four years, five years now to see if you pivot again into something new or you continue with your intuitive marketing. Um, what, what does the end of that five year period look like for you? Because uh, we've, we've established, you know, the money's great. Yeah, but we don't want to be zillionaires or whatever. Um, what does that five year look like for you? Well, actually, it's funny you say that because I used to think, oh, I just need enough money to get by. But I, I've been looking at what's been happening with the world and um, I, I've realized actually the millions and, you know, the money, the big money needs to get into the hands of heart centered people. And that's what I want to see happen. So actually, no, I will make millions. I'm, I'm determined I'm going to make millions by the end of that five years. Um, and it's going to be used, you know, I, I, I've got dreams of, you know, like building a homeless shelter locally to help people, of, um, you know, funding these kids that have come up with inventions to clean the oceans and, you know, anything that really floats your boat, whether it's, you know, I mean, I had a friend, um, an offline friend message me, you know, going back a few months and she, she'd contracted this um, locked in syndrome disease or I don't know how it comes about but you know it's where the body breaks down but your mind's wow. still alive and um, she needed 30,000 pounds to get this stem cell treatment and I just at that time I was just like if I had it do you know I mean any of us wouldn't it you would just be like yeah. like to say just put your hand in your pocket and say there you go go get it done go get yeah. well you know um, I mean Thankfully, she raised the money very, very quickly on a GoFundMe. But, you know, it's things like that. And actually, this is why the money needs to get into the heart-centered people. Um, I think so many people have this block around money. And, and when you start talking about earning millions, they, they it's almost vulgar, you know, because money has had this kind of yucky feeling around it because it's been in big money has been in the hands of the wrong people let's be honest you know yeah. it's not going to the hands of the right people so if you get it into the hands of you know really beautiful people imagine how that's going to transform the world because they're going to be helping people left right and center you know so it's wow. yeah so so yeah no actually yeah five years time i'm going to be a multimillionaire. how about that and and yeah i love that i can't even say the word but the philanthropy of it all um if the money money is not evil you know you can be really selfish you can spend millions on yourself and and waste lots of money but like you said i think if if you um give it's much more satisfying than actually just buying trinkets and and material things for yourself i love material things don't get me wrong oh absolutely and i think I you know yes donate. you sort yourself out first yeah absolutely i do donate no. and i do give to charity yeah and every year there's a different charity that i'll do an event for as well so yeah um but i love that the the, the heart-centered people love it yeah exactly and i think people tend to the vision is usually i want the car i want the house but actually you've got to start pushing out and thinking way beyond that and actually if i had so more money than i know what to do with what would i actually do with it 
Wow, that is incredible. Right, Karen, thank you so much. We're at the end of the interview and I've, I've just had a blast. I love it. And I love what you're doing as well. It's amazing. So how can people reach you? Where can they find you online? Is it Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of the above? Um, I'll put the, show, the, the links in the, um, the uh, website page as well. But where can they find you? Okay, I'm predominantly on Facebook. Um, my YouTube channel has just suddenly taken off as well, which was a complete surprise to me in the last few months. And I do have a website, which is karenrichardson.co, not .com, .co. <laughs> awesome, love it. Thank you again so much. I've had a blast and uh, hope you have too. And I will talk to you in a year. We will talk in the meantime, but <laughs> we'll look forward to the uh, interview in a year's time. Fantastic, I look forward to that. <laughs> Thank you. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. See ya.